When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hello and happy Thursday. We are here with another edition of The Sick Podcast with Kelly Singh and I have a special guest with me today. I cannot wait for you to meet her. So let's get into it. Turn up your volume because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast with Kelly Singh. The sickest Arizona Cardinals podcast. It's going to be sick. Sick, sick, sick. Welcome, welcome. It is going to be sick. And even though we have the most minute chances of the Arizona Cardinals um, really performing any better as the season closes out, we do want to celebrate each individual win. If you listened last week, or if you haven't listened last week, we discussed Zach Ertz and Julie Ertz being nominated for the Walter Payton Man of the Year. That was super exciting. So be sure to go and check out our other episode from this week. Today, I am bringing in a friend and a co-host and another woman, uh, another woman, and another woman in sports. Her name is Faith Enos, and let's just bring her on in. Faith! Faith is my counterpart. She is the founder, co-founder of Women of Fantasy Football. You can find them on Twitter at women of underscore ff good job right mm-hmm. yes i mess it up every time i am <laughs> discussing the movement now i am not your co-founder but i am your co-host um why don't we just take some time to talk about women of fantasy football how it began what it is how people can support it all that jazz Yes. So Women of Fantasy Football began in 2020. And it it started because of something that happened in kind of the fantasy sports world regarding a well-known 
podcast host and analyst and his interactions and reactions toward a woman, not necessarily in this space, but just in general. And so our friend Josh Hudson, who has been on this podcast with you, uh, came to me and said, hey, this is disgusting. Here's what I want to do. And basically, Women of Fantasy Football, or WAF as it's affectionately known, um, started as a movement to introduce women in sports to the world because... Sports and fantasy sports in general for a long time have been considered and thought of as a boys club. Uh, Women don't belong. Women have no place. And so we kind of wanted to flip the script and just show the world that no, women do belong in sports. Women do have a place. They know what they're talking about. Um, And that what's between your legs doesn't matter. It's what's between your ears. It's the knowledge that that you hold. (laughs) That's so true. What if you hold knowledge between your legs? I guess that would be awkward. How would you hold knowledge between <laughs> your legs, though? Unless you're like, unless you're doing, you're holding a dictionary between your knees as some sort of like leg strengthening exercise. I have no clue. I don't either. I don't know where that came from, but it was funny. Grab my it coffee. Funny. Ugh. Yeah, um, I think I want to make Josh try to hold a dictionary between his knees. Why not? Why not? Why not? Exactly. So, yes. And um, in August, sometimes a week prior or a week after, depending on what the schedule looks like, Women of Fantasy Football has a podcast every single week highlighting a woman in sports, whether it's a huge position that she holds at a huge network or uh, a smaller position such as myself or yourself, um, just to bring people to speed. Faith is not typically in front of the camera. She is a behind the scenes gal. Uh, She does a lot of editing in the fantasy space and helps keep us in line um, in Women of Fantasy Football, which is sponsored by Club Fantasy, which um, is another, uh, group within our community. So, uh, that's what we do in August. We have these amazing interviews. We raise funds. Um, this last year, the funds went to a scholarship, um, and the scholarship supports sending women to boot camp with Laura Oakman of Fox and, her organization galvanized. So Faith was really instrumental in setting all of that up. Just wanted to throw that out there. (laughs) And I love co-hosting with Faith. I think um, this was our first season together. Mm -hmm. Last season, there was another co-host who has a very busy schedule. And I'm like, hey, you know what? I would love to do it. And Women of Fantasy Football was my sponsor to um, the NFL draft. So I've mentioned Women of Fantasy Football on the podcast several times because I am I am so proud to be part of the organization that you put together. So thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for being a part of it. I love it. 
Now let's talk some football. Um, I happened to pull up the injury reports and I will say that um, the Patriots are um, a little more banged up than the Cardinals, but nobody is really going to be um, having any tremendous holes in their lineup so far. I mean, Jacoby Myers had been questionable for a head injury, but he's not um, on this week's injury report as of Monday's release, at least. Um, So Jacoby Myers will be back for the Patriots. Damian Harris um, was listed as questionable for a thigh injury. Um, and Jalen Mills, cornerback with a groin injury. But um, those, the groin, maybe. Groin injuries seem to be, like, really rough. Like, Rondale Moore on the Cardinals has had groin injuries on and off all season. Um, but who knows? Damian Harris is not listed as a, um, what do you call that, hamstring? It just says thigh what, have you heard anything about any major injuries with your team, the Patriots, Faith? Um, I have not. Um, I edited an injury article earlier this week and didn't see anything majorly concerning. Um, and I haven't heard anything majorly concerning either. The only thing concerning is our entire team and their inability to be good. So. You know what? I can I can relate. I can feel that. <laughs> um, with the Cardinals, uh, there's actually only one um, injury, and that was last listed um, Sunday. I know I read off a whole bunch of questionables earlier this week, and some are still questionable, but we know they do that right up until game time. But um, we're only looking at one, which is Alex Ellis' tight end. Um, and I don't think that's a big deal because we don't utilize Alex Ellis much at all. Rondale Moore groin injury was questionable last week. I would expect to see Rondale Moore playing in this game. We get some Monday night football action. Um, that's pretty exciting. <laughs> Do you is it though? Is it though? though? There's only one game that everybody's focusing on. That is true. But I think that's where the fun of fantasy football comes into play because even if the game itself is not super exciting, the individual players end up being what we focus on. I I do at least. Let's talk about fantasy football, football in general, your love of the Patriots. Did you um, did you enjoy watching or, or hearing about or writing about or participating in football, NFL, prior to falling in love with the Patriots? Or was it the same thing simultaneously? So... Being a Patriots fan and enjoying football were simultaneous. They were one and the same for me. Um, my dad is from Connecticut. My grandparents are from Connecticut. 
so growing up, dad was a Patriots fan. So that's who we watched. That's who we rooted for. And so that's how a lot of fandoms are born is from tradition. And so that's how I became a football fan and a Patriots fan. And it wasn't until probably five years ago now, maybe four, that I really started playing fantasy football. Yeah. I think um, your story, yeah, very similar, like tradition, like you said, especially for girls. I think it's our dads that get us into it. For my girls, they're probably going to look back and say, you know, our mom got us interested in sports, sports betting, um, fantasy football. And I love that. I love that that's going to be the narrative for them. And even um, with women of fantasy football, we we um, do a lot with young girls now, especially this year. Last season, um, it I don't think it was an official league, but I played with um, Rowan and Maisie, two seven-year-old girls that belong to Dave Fantasy in the fantasy community. And he was like, somebody please play with my girls. And I'm like, okay, I will. Were you in that league last year? Um, I wasn't in, in that league last year, but I remember why we started the duel yes. this year. That was part of it this year um, because they uh, wanted a place to play. And then some other parents had approached us and then some other ladies in general, um, one in particular was um, a transgender woman, and she had come out to her league, and her league was of a more conservative nature and didn't approve of her lifestyle. And so, unfortunately, she felt like she couldn't stay and play. And so our leagues are made up of women. Um, and and uh, I won't say gender because of the specific situation. They're made up of women and people who identify as women and young girls. And it's a safe place for them to play fantasy football, to learn about fantasy football, to ask questions without judgment. Uh, so I love that we did that. It was crazy and difficult. Well, our our Women of Fantasy Football Leagues this year, or what, what we call the was it, we call it the Sneaky Syndicate. Is that what it was? The Sneaky Syndicate. Yes. So we have two leagues. There's the Roan and the Maisie League. What happened was, is I don't know if you remember this or if you knew this, Rowan and Maisie were actually in an all-female league. Yes. But then when the commissioner found out that they were seven, they basically got kicked out for being seven years yes. old. Yes. That's right. That did happen, too. Um, and that's just silly. Which I get it. If I think about my seven-year-old niece playing fantasy football, it's laughable because she couldn't even tell you who a quarterback is. But that's not, but not these two. Exactly. Right. That's not um, Rowan and Maisie. 
They've been playing. They said they've been playing since they were three, which Mm -hmm. I think is funny. Mm -hmm. But I would say they were probably like five when they really started. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's when I started engaging with them as well. So uh, imagine a kindergartner that just loves watching football. And then the sneaky, we now have a little show, um, Women of Fantasy Football, sponsored and produced by Club Fantasy called the Sneaky Flex, um, which thank you for filling in for me last week. Oh, oh my gosh, Kelly. (laughs) Thanks for that. Thanks for the, the heads up and the warning. (laughs) The sneaky flex, everyone who's listening, takes place at 6.30 p.m. Eastern on the Club Fantasy YouTube. It's just a 15-minute show, but wow, is it ever entertaining because seven-year-olds giving you their football opinions um, Also, the seven-year-olds like to read every comment that comes in, including an attempted reading of the ever classic YouTube bots and things oh, no. that seven-year-olds should not be reading out loud. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Josh and I were like, no. That's a first. That. Well, um, I will say <laughs> that um, that show came about because of shows like the pod, the sick podcast with Kelly Singh. They, uh, Rowan and Maisie love to watch my podcast um, they love to watch if I'm guest hosting and their, their dad happens to see another podcast and catches me on it. And uh, Maisie, she said that she wanted to be like me <laughs> and be on a podcast. And so that's how the Sneaky Flex began. And I have these teal glasses that I wear sometimes, mm-hmm. Faith's familiar with them. And so she also had to get glasses and they didn't have teal ones, but she has pink frames with like a teal arm. Aww. And she's like, I look like you. Aww. So here we are paving the way. Um, and somebody else paved the way for me. The, the Sick Podcast Network is so gracious to have given me a platform to talk about the Arizona Cardinals, to share my love of football, to bring on friends and guests like you. Um, And that was because of Adam Rank. Adam Rank does an amazing job of giving women uh, spotlight. I would say, uh, gosh, I would say a good 90% of his guests are female women in sports, both um, bloggers, podcasters, community members, fans, and uh, network, other network professionals. So um, I know that he also was instrumental in uh, giving stepmom Lauren a platform, Mm -hmm. and that's the previous host of Women of Fantasy Football. So kudos to Adam for um, helping to shine a light on uh, women who love sports, who love to talk. So that's how I'm here. And this is an amazing production team. They're so great. And gosh, I could just go on and on. But I love that I was able to bring you on. What else could we talk about? Do you have a I, I know I wanted to keep it short today because I'm I'm in a certain way today. I'm a little disheveled. Um, but do you have a favorite player? 
past, present, or future patriot. I was asked this on um, a podcast last night. So I'm asking you, favorite patriot of all time? So favorite patriot of all time for me in my era. Um, while I adore Teddy Bruschi and Vince Wilfork, uh, they kind of were there when I got started. But I think my most memorable in my real like fandom is probably Rob Gronkowski. I would say that too, but for different reasons. <laughs> Why not all of the reasons? All the reasons. I mean, let alone that he's like an amazing football player. Mm -hmm. When I think of Rob Gronkowski, I also think of then next gen, which would be like Mark Andrews, um, mm -hmm. just big and fast still and catches everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's why I, I think Rob Gronkowski honestly is part of why I really started to fall in love with the tight end position. No play on words. <laughs> that is completely coincidental. Right. Mm -hmm. But that position is can be so explosive. Mm -hmm. um, and he goes to show that. I mean, that's just part of probably Patriot fandom is loving Rob Gronkowski, I'm sure. I mean, do you have to love Tom Brady, too, to be a Patriot fan? So I loved Tom Brady, just like I loved Wes Welker. And then they left us, so I was like, you know what? I don't love you anymore. It happens, I guess. It does. It does. It's, it was especially more hurtful with Tom Brady because after he left New England, he then went to Tampa and won a ring, and I was like, mm-mm. No. No spreading the love. Nope. Man. I tried yeah. to be happy for him, but I couldn't. Just couldn't do it. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. I think the Patriots are a team that people love to hate. I never mm -hmm. really understood that very much. Um, but that's probably because I've played so much fantasy football throughout my life is, is I just love the game and I love the players and I love the, just the sport in general. Um, and I've said this on our pod before, perhaps that makes me what people call a fair weather fan or a bandwagoner or whatever, but um, I don't know. I love the Cardinals. They're hard to watch sometimes. <laughs> when I was asked what my who my favorite Cardinal was, of course my favorite Cardinal would be Larry Fitzgerald. I think Larry Fitzgerald is everybody's favorite Cardinal, if not so many people's favorite football player. Mm -hmm. um, he's just a, a light in the community, a light in the world. He does so much for people and communities. And not only that, he's a heck of a football player. That's a um, added bonus. Yes. So Larry Fitzgerald aside, I went ahead and I said, you know what? I love me some DeAndre Hopkins. Mm -hmm. I could go way back. I mean, we have like um, – so many other Cardinals that I could, could talk about. But when I think about the Cardinals, all I can think about is DeAndre Hopkins and how much he deserves um, a championship. And come at me if you want with, oh, he's a drug user. He's this 
performance enhancement. I'm like, I, I am not getting into that because I do not believe that he uses performance enhancing drugs. Um, we can discuss that in another show of how this <laughs> happened. But DeAndre Hopkins is, even Belichick said he's, he's uncoverable. Even when you think you have him covered, he's not covered. He catches everything. He's fast. He's not the fastest, but yeah. Mm -hmm. DeAndre Hopkins. He's good. I like it. It's going to be a good game, I think, despite the messiness of both teams. That's probably what's going to make it a good game. Yeah. So it's hard. It's messiness is fun. Uh, I get. (laughs) I get bothered a lot. No, that's not the right word. I get teased a lot because I was a Patriots fan in the reign of greatness. And so going from that to what we have now, uh, I I feel better about Mac Jones than when we had Cam Newton as quarterback. But it's just to go from everything to then nothing. I don't like it. I think that needs to be like a clip for this show <laughs> to go from everything to nothing. I don't like it. <laughs> it's definitely got to be a sound bite. I don't like it. I don't like it. Or as I commonly <laughs> also say, no me gusta. <laughs> it's, uh, you know what? I, you were spoiled for sure as what? a Patriots fan. Mm-hmm. For sure. Lots of wins, lots of winning, and then... Yeah, I can't, I can't necessarily say the same. The Cardinals are a fun team. They're fun to cheer for. It's full of plenty of ups and downs. Uh, one day, one day I'm going to be like, yes, we did it. But today's not that day. <laughs> today's not that day. Or Monday's not that day. <laughs> Monday's not that day. Um, we'll see. It's going to be a fun game to watch. I'm definitely going to be tweeting at you, Faith. Um, I gave the team, team, do we have Faith's Twitter handle to pop up there? Um, Faith, go ahead. There we go. At FF underscore leap of faith. You can follow Faith. She has some spicy takes, both um, about life. Her dating adventures are often on there. That's always fun. Um, You can follow me at Kelly and Phoenix where I share probably too much and <laughs> both not enough and uh, follow at this um, sick pod, follow at sick pod, Kelly. On I was going to say, if you give it a second, you can see. I know. There. <laughs> I'm like stumbling on words. Follow at sick pod, Kelly on Twitter, where you can get all the snippets of the show. You can get some, um, Interesting Cardinals news. The team does a great job of creating graphics for me. I also reshare those on Twitter too. If you have any critiques, if you have any input, you want to share the show, go for it. I love when that happens. So yeah, let's have a conversation. Let's talk about it. Patriots, Cardinals, come on. Face like, Do we have to talk about it, though? Mm -hmm. Depending. So I am one of those people that depending on how the game is going, 
I either A, don't want to talk about it, or B, I'm probably not watching it. That's like, true. If, if it's not worth watching, you're like, boop. The last several Super Bowls that the Patriots played in, I didn't watch until the third quarter. <laughs> I mean, I've seen the fun stuff happens. Oh, agreed. But also, I'm one of those people that if I like, if they're losing, so the Falcons Super Bowl, the the Patriots Falcons Super Bowl, the 28 and 30, all of that, I'll keep track on my phone, and I'm like, they're getting their butts kicked. Why would I want to put myself through this? Because I get too into the game, and I'm like, I get stressed out by it. I'm like, I can't change the outcome. Whatever happens, my life tomorrow will not be any different. Why am I stressing over this? Very so instead, I'll watch some like true crime murder mystery. And then tune back in later <laughs> and see what's going on. Check in yeah. on the score. And then if it's close, I'll start watching again. Fair enough. Call me a fair weather fan. But you know how some people do really great with like schoolwork and homework, but when it comes to taking tests, they're terrible? Yes. I'm like that, but with like playoff games. I like it. That's a very good analogy. <laughs> Well, Faith, thank you so much for coming on today. It's always a pleasure to spend time with you. Um, again, you can follow Faith on Twitter, follow me on Twitter, follow the pod on Twitter, um, or don't. But I hope that you continue tuning in. Thank you so much for watching and listening, because if it wasn't for you, um, I'd have less people listening, because I'd still probably be doing this anyway. <laughs> Have a great week, my friends. I will catch you next week. Bye. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow The Sick Podcast with Kelly Singh on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.